We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam. You bet. This is Sports Open Live. On America's Sports Voice. KMOX. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. The news of the moment is that Paul Goldschmidt is the National League MVP. That was announced on MLB Network uh, just before 6 o'clock as Albert Pujols actually made the announcement on MLB Network. Uh, Very happy right now to go to the Quiver River guest line. We are going to uh, welcome on to the show. He has been uh, in the Cardinals organization as the pitching strategist, but now he moves into a little bit of a different role, actually a much different role, but he'll continue to do uh, much of what he was doing as the pitching strategist but pick up some more responsibilities as well he is a uh, pitching coach dusty blake dusty thanks so much for uh, taking some time with us this evening how are you hey i'm doing great man appreciate you having me on yeah absolutely so uh let's go back a little bit mike maddox makes the decision that he wants a little bit of a different baseball lifestyle and the pitching coach position comes open uh what's the, when when you find out that information are you reaching out and saying you're interested in the job or are mo and uh and, and ali coming to you like what's that whole process like yeah i think i'm trying to remember back uh, i think at first uh, you know just hearing about that was a little surprising obviously mad dog's done a great job with our staff and you know, these guys trust him, and, you know, I think pitching in St. Louis has been certainly something that has been part of our success. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, kind of getting past that, um, you know, the question did come up and, you know, certainly have, have been uh, enjoying the opportunity I've had with the organization. But I, I think, you know, any pitching coach, uh, or at least in, in my history as a pitching coach, I feel like you always – uh, want to uh, consider an opportunity if it, if it happens to, to cross your plate. And so, yeah, I was uh, certainly interested when uh, I found out the news that, that they would consider me and that, you know, I have, have interest going down that, that path. Your reputation is as someone who's very good when it comes to data and analytics, uh, and they're not hiring another pitching strategist. At least they've not announced it, so it seems like you're taking a lot of those roles into or those duties into your job as pitching coach. Can you talk to me even before this? As the pitching strategist, what did that look like? What have you been doing for the team? Yeah, I think you know, the biggest, some of the biggest changes in the game are due to all the inputs that we now have. You know, every stadium or a lot of stadiums have uh, systems that are measuring, uh, you know, it's called a mocap system where they're measuring angles and degrees of movement. And we've got Hawkeye and you've got Edgetronic camera, 500,000 frames per second. Um, uh, and so w- within that, um, there, there's just a lot more incoming and there needs to be and there's value in having someone that can help kind of digest that and then make it, uh, you know, somewhat relatable to the player so that you can use it to actually, you know, help improve performance or just in an actionable way that's going to kind of support the glove. So I think, you know, my role a couple of years ago as I came in uh, was more about trying to be a conduit of, of that information for our staff and for our players 
and kind of help filter and digest uh, the more meaningful parts of it that, that we could act on. So you talk about all the data that's available and, and the cameras that are out there, and I know there's there's gigabytes of data that's being recorded on a second-by-second basis. I don't, I don't know if people really understand just how much data is coming in on a moment-by-moment basis. I've always thought for me, if I was in a position where I was trying to utilize this, my biggest struggle would be knowing which information to take and use and which information really isn't going to help me that much and it's just kind of there. How do you navigate through so much information being available? Yeah, and, and hopefully that's, you know, that you know, at least from our perspective, that's the, the biggest part of this thing. Everybody has access to a lot of the same information, so it's how you organize it and how you use it. Yeah, I think the goal, you know, for our players, if you're if you're working back from them, is to help them be great at what they're good at. And so, identifying if if you're going to use um, some of the technology that's available, identifying what things make them great when they're great, uh, helping connect with how to achieve that process, and then find ways to be more consistent with it. You know, if we can find a, a pitch that um, certain guys throw, and you know, 10 to 15 percent of the time when it hits these metrics, it's you know, the best version of that pitch. Well, maybe we can move the needle on that instead of 15% of the time. Maybe we can throw that 30 to 40% of the time. There's always going to be, you know, human error. And that's a big part of the game as, as far as, the, you know, trying to repeat something that's being measured in so many ways. And at the end of the day, guys still have to compete. You know, if, if you have any kind of doubt or fear that enters into a pitcher's mind, then obviously you can throw all the other things out the window. They're not going to be the best version of themselves. So, you know, helping them connect with what makes them good and then finding ways to reconnect with that and reinforce that for them, I think is the biggest piece. And and like you said, there, there's so many data points uh, filtering that for them to simplify actually what it is that, makes them great and the best version of themselves, I think is a big responsibility for, for me and our staff. You've got a background as a college coach. You were a pitching coach at Duke. Uh, it feels like right now in Major League Baseball, more and more former college pitching coaches are moving into Major League roles. Is there a reason for that, do you think? You know, I don't want to speculate on, you know, somebody else's opinion there. Uh, you know, but if I, you know, from my vantage point, you know, as, as a college coach, you, you do have to be integrated into a ton of systems. Um, you, you're involved with the strength performance. You're involved in the scouting and recruiting. You're obviously devolved, involved in player development. And so there's just a, a, a lot of layers to that job. And, you know, at, at that level, you, you don't have a farm system. You can't make trades. And so some of these guys that have found success down there have, have had to, to do it in a way where they've been really consistent and, and, and been on some uh, really good stretches where um, they've been able to help promote either player development or uh, guys being able to stay healthy throughout a season and perform consistently. And so I can see, you know, there, there being value in bringing somebody into an organization that's been responsible for wearing so many hats and understanding how all those pieces fit together. Um, but, you know, I, I don't want to speak for, you know, somebody else, but in, in my mind, I think that's, that's an angle where, uh, there, there is some value in, in having an experienced coach. 
Cardinals pitching coach Dusty Blake continuing to join us. So for you, you've been the pitching strategist. We've already talked so much about uh, you know, using data to, to be able to help pitchers. What does this look like for you now? Because you're, I can only assume you are going to take a lot of what you've already been doing and then also continue to move into that lead pitching coach role. It seems like there's a lot of uh, a lot being put on you. Would that be a correct way to say it? Uh, yeah, I think the responsibility increases um, for sure, and the accountability, and you know, obviously, the, trying to get on the same page with with players, not just from a you know technology standpoint, but from across the board, um, is, is the the biggest thing I think we we've, we've got to work through this off season, and making sure we're prepared to take advantage of spring training. You know, we certainly have rule changes happening in the game with the pitch clock, and you know, having some idea of of, of a game plan for that, but. Uh, yeah, as responsibility grows, uh, it, it's certainly just part of it. And, um, again, my, my goal is to make sure we're all on the same page. We're having truthful and transparent conversations. Uh, I think one thing our organization has done really well has built a system that's integrated in where each player has access to anything we're using to evaluate them. And so if I'm going to have a transparent and truthful conversation with our players, um, I'm not holding information that they don't have access to or they can't see that we're going to discuss. They're able to, to log in. They're able to look at their performances, video, pitch data, and then the, the simpler metrics and matchups and splits versus righty versus lefty, that sort of thing. But, um, you know, we've created a really good platform for those guys to be looped in on areas that we feel like they're being evaluated. Uh, and so to just have those types of conversations to make sure we're on the same page and have a good plan moving into spring training is kind of the first item up for, for bid there. Is it enjoyable? There's so much going on because you want to help pitchers be able to throw their pitches, like you said, make them their best self. There's the approach that you want to take against hitters from a big picture. There's approach that you want to take against specific hitters based off what they do well and what they don't do well. It's all this stuff that goes into helping pitchers perform at their best level. Do you enjoy bringing all of that together and making it into kind of one clear message? Yeah, I think it's it's hard uh, to really survive in this game as a coach, whether it's college or professional, if, if you don't love that, because it is a lot of responsibility and a lot of information, and it certainly takes time to work through. But you know, that's the reward when you feel like you can connect all the dots um, and, and find a player that goes out, you know, knows the best version of themselves and can go out and demonstrate that. And based on a plan that he's worked through, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's certainly a, a huge, um, you know, value in, in the time commitment and the sacrifice that you make. Um, but yeah, it's it's something to be excited about, and hopefully we get a little bit closer to that each day. I don't know that you ever achieve that completely, but uh, if we're taking a step closer each day, that's certainly a, a good thing. I'm sure there are the occasion where you have to have a conversation with a guy where basically you want to change up things that they've been doing. Um, Professional ball players want to be their best self, but also you do something for a long time. Maybe you feel like you know what you're doing. What is it like when, when you're sitting down with somebody, you've got the video, you've got all the information, and, and you're saying to them, we think you can be better if you do this, this, and this, which is different from what you've previously been doing? Yeah, it, it, there is an art to that, and you know, it doesn't happen maybe as frequently as um, – maybe some folks would assume because I think the first step is always making sure, are we reinforcing the things that they're doing well enough? You know, are, are we, are we having 
uh, a tough time maintaining success because we need to change something or are we having a tough time maintaining success because we're just not consistent at the things that we're capable of doing. I mean, I can tell you a number of times conversations came up with, with guys concerned about, you know, this pitch didn't get chased or this pitch didn't have the swing and miss or the weak contact that I would hope. And you kind of look at where these pitches were located or the counts they were throwing in and, well, we don't need to add another pitch. Let's let's do a better job at connecting with these locations or these counts or, you know, getting ourselves ahead more. Um, so I think that's always the first layer. But when you have to create a conversation around making change, I think a really important part of that is obviously connecting well enough to get the player or the pitcher on board. And that's where the transparency piece happens. You know, if I come into that meeting with all the information, they may feel a little ambushed or blindsided knowing that they have access to pretty much everything I have to evaluate their performances. You know, it's a real seamless conversation into this is kind of what works up here. This is an area that's not working. You know, what's the next step? Here are a few suggestions, get their point of view, because at the end of the day, if they're not bought into it, then it's not going to work anyways. Couple more questions for Cardinals pitching coach uh, Dusty Blake. You guys bring in uh, Julio Ronhell to uh, serve as the uh, bullpen coach, assistant pitching coach. Uh, do you have a relationship with him? And what's the uh, maybe is there an excitement level being able to work shoulder to shoulder with him? Uh, did, did not have a previous relationship. Have touched base with him obviously multiple times since he he came in and, and joined us in that role. And uh, I think yeah, the thing I'm most excited about he's obviously. He's been a major league pitching coach before. Um, he's got some really good ideas as far as how to connect and communicate with players. I think one area we're on the same page is, you know, having a range of uh, an ability to digest all the things that are out there, but then filtering that down to the simplest form of what matters most. And he, he's not a guy that's going to neglect, uh, you know, some of the advanced technology and metrics. He's also not a guy that's going to solely try to rely on that in order to communicate and, and, and help develop players. So he's got a really good balance. He's got experience. Uh, he's got a great track record. And, you know, that's probably some of the areas um, that I've, I've been most excited about in our conversations. Last thing for you, and this might be the most important thing I ask you, uh, have you made a decision if you're going to do a Mike Maddox and claw it up, maybe double claw it occasionally when you're making those mound visits? Well, listen, he's absolutely owned and set the bar for that move. So I would I would uh, probably not be doing myself any uh, service by trying to replicate that. Um, I, I don't have any signature move. I think I have been criticized, especially on the road when I was a pitching coach at Duke. Uh, I guess I walked to the mound really slow. Uh, it's not something that's too intentional, but I'm, I'm not in a hurry when momentum's not going in our favor. Clearly, timeouts are a thing in, in football and basketball to kind of uh, maybe slow down the momentum of the other team. And so, uh, again, I've, I've been accused of that, but that's certainly not a, a calling card or a move or anything that I'm, I'm really trying to intentionally do in my mind. Okay, I lied. i got to follow up on that. Do you think umpires <laughs> uh, give you less time on the mound if you have a slow walk out there? I, I haven't noticed – a shift in mound time opportunities. Uh, but I certainly know if it takes longer to get out there, then some of the momentum may sway a little bit. Uh, and by the time I get out there, uh, we can still have a similar conversation. So I think the advantage may be more if that happens or happens to be the case in the, the time coming 
to the mound and leaving the mound versus the actual mound time. Well, Dusty, this was a lot of fun. I really appreciate you taking some time. Hopefully we can uh, catch up every once in a while and uh, look forward to seeing you in uh, Jupiter here in just a couple months. Yeah, absolutely, Matt. I appreciate it, man. Look forward to meeting you. Dusty Blake joining us, the Cardinals pitching coach, as he moves from pitching strategist to pitching coach. The uh, duties that he held as the pitching strategist, he uh, seemingly will continue to do those, but now he'll be uh, the lead pitching coach as well. Uh, It is notable when he was the pitching coach at Duke, Duke's team ERA went down every year that that he was there. So it's going to be fun to see uh, what they are able to do to make really the bottom line. And I think what we take out of that conversation is his job is to make pitchers their best self. And that is what he's going to be uh, looking to do. And we'll see how all that plays out. All right, one more break. We'll come back. We'll uh, talk a little St. Louis Blues hockey, and we'll get out of here for Thursday night football. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 